Thank you, Mike. I want to thank the Lord for this opportunity to share his word. I would like to thank the cathedral management for this opportunity. Lord, I call upon your name, the name that is above all names, the God of all creations, that you release your anointing over my lips to speak what you want me to share today, that you release your anointing over my lips for me to bring out your word with clarity. For Father, you are faithful, you're mighty. We bless you and honor you. In the name of God, the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Take my life and let it be consecrated, Lord, to thee. Take my moments on my knees. Please influence me Take my will and make it fly. It shall be no longer mine. Take my heart, it is the Lord. It shall be the royal Our topic has already been said, the fear of the Lord, the road to victory. And the main verse is Proverbs 19.23. Fearing God is knowing God and it is where true wisdom lies because he is God, we must submit to him as his own creation. Proverbs 19 reminds us there are things we pursue and gives results on whatever we pursue. It explains the dangers of evil and a blessing of righteousness. The scripture looks at injustices that we overlook as human beings and we end up doing evil. But it also brings out what we are required to do in order for us to walk in the ways of God. As we do these things, we believe that they will add a new level of peace or satisfaction to our lives. In some instances, when we do some of these things, we get some short-term satisfaction and we think it is all, but the fact that it is short-term, time comes and it disappears. Apostle Paul in 2 Timothy, Chapter 3 warned us that there will be terrible times in the last days as people become lovers of themselves. Evil people will turn to their own ways of doing things. This one we have seen. Yeah, the recent one is these marriages that are going on between same sex. And the enemy is dividing, dividing people against each other to cause confusion and doubt. But why all this? Because the hearts of most of us have abandoned the fear of God. This morning, Proverbs 19.23 tells us that the fear of the Lord leads to life. The one breast in content 
untouched by trouble. Friends, this is an interesting idea because of the fact that the fear, the fear is fear is not often associated with contentment and rest. However, from this scripture this morning, the fear of God, we have learned that the fear of God is a good thing. The fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. The fear of God brings peace. The fear of God brings love. The fear of God brings contentment, rest and victory, name it all. But what do we have to do as people who are supposed to enjoy or benefit from the fear? Ours is to ensure that we walk in the ways of God that are righteous because God is holy and whoever claims that he or she follows him must walk in righteousness. Living in the fear of the Lord means that in whatever we do, we are always reminded that God is watching us and this helps us to realize the importance of living according to his will and we are assured of his constant care. There is no way we are going to live in the other side of doing evil and then we expect the will of God and the assurance of that care to come to us. We must examine our hearts to make sure that they are focused to the right direction in order for us to experience the victories of God. God has in mind for us. God has good plans for us. God is ready to deliver us from wicked situations. God is ready to give us divine protection, divine wisdom. But we can only experience these victories of God if our minds are set to him. We should know that we are accountable to God and this should affect all our action in everything to do. Friends, Godly fear gives us power to maintain victory in wicked times. But the question is, how do we obtain this fear of God? Does it just come, you just stay there and then God, you will start fearing God? No. Jeremiah answers this in chapter 32, verse 39 to 40. And he says, I'll give them singleness of heart and actions so that they will always fear me and all will then go well for them and their children after them. I will make an everlasting covenant with them. I will never stop doing good to them and I will inspire them to fear me so that they will never turn away from me. Friends, this is a wonderful promise from Lord, from the Lord. But the truth is, God does not just drop the fear into our hearts in supernatural flash. He puts his fear in us through his word. Now the question is, do we know his word? Do we read his word? If we are not, then we shall not experience that fear and nor shall we get that fear in us. In Ezra 7, chapter, in Ezra chapter 7, verse 10, we see how godly fear came upon the priest Ezra. He devoted himself to study and observance of the law of the Lord and the teaching and teaching its decrees and laws in Israel. You see that there was some obedience here. And then he committed himself 
he reduced himself and accepted to study and observe the laws of the Lord. Uh, many of us, sometimes we do not walk in the ways of the Lord. God blesses us and we forget very soon. But for us to walk in this fear of the Lord, for us to have this fear in us, we must follow the ways of the Lord. Proverbs 8.13 says, to fear the Lord is to hate evil. And it goes on to say, I hate pride and arrogance, evil behavior and perverse speech. When we choose to hate evil and obey God in his strength, we align ourselves with God. But when we choose to do evil, it means we are not aligned with God. Michael talked about the purposes of God. We cannot be doing evil and we align ourselves to the purposes of God. In most cases, we align ourselves when we are doing evil. We are aligning ourselves to the purposes of our flesh, flesh desires. When the flesh tells you, go and steal, you go and steal. Go and grab land so that you become rich, you will grab the land. Go and chase this person from, from, from the work so that you bring your relative, you will do it. Why? Because we are being directed by the flesh and not the Holy Spirit. But Proverbs is saying that the fear of the Lord is to hate to hate evil. I pray that we shall be able to hate evil and do what God wants us to do. In Second Chronicles chapter 26, there is a story about King Uzziah. In verse 5, it says, he sought the God during the days of Zachariah who instructed him in the fear of God. As long as he sought the Lord, God gave him success. What did he do? He destroyed destroyed nations and built towers. Did he get this success from nowhere? No. What did he do? He sought the Lord. In verse 16, when he became powerful, his pride led to his downfall. He became unfaithful to to the Lord, entered the temple of the Lord to burn incense on the altar of the Lord. Friends, what a shame. This morning, I want to tell you that what happened to King Uzziah also is happening these days. God blesses you, gives you a job, you start working, you become the corrupt person, you become the one who is mistreating people. And then after that, when you lose the job, you don't remember this. Then maybe you go back and start praying, God help me get this. But the question is, when he blessed you with that job, what did you do? Did you continue honoring him? Or you turned away from God because you had become powerful? So this morning, I pray that God will keep us in seeking mode, because Uzziah used to seek the Lord, and as long as he sought the Lord, he registered successes. But when he chose not to seek the Lord, when he chose what the flesh was directing him, what happened? He lost it. 
he lost it. So I pray that we shall keep in step in God and remain humble and continue to submit to him. Some, some of us, when God raises us to higher levels, we lose humility and we become other people, I would say. These things have happened, but you see, whatever we do, I said God is watching us and we are accountable to him. So I pray that even when God lifts us, that we shall remain in step with him and remain humble and also continue to submit to him and worship him in truth and sincerity. I pray that the Lord will banish pride in our hearts. Some people praise themselves because of the jobs they have, others because of the money they have, the wealth. But I pray that, that what God has blessed us with will not turn us away from him because of our pride. Now, I want you to look at yourself, the successes you have registered in your life. Have you remained faithful to God? Oh, after succeeding, you have deviated from the purposes of God, and now you are satisfying the flesh desires. I pray that God will help us to stand firm and remain focused to him because it is him who blesses us. <coughs> Excuse me. It's him who can take away whatever he has blessed us with. But what happened to Uzziah? He was struck by leprosy. And after being struck, he died. Did he die in Christ? I doubt. I don't know if he gave him his life to Christ. That at that time, I don't know if he went back to serve the Lord who had blessed him. Fearing Lord, the Lord means to live in reverent awe of his holiness, to give him complete reverence, to honor him as the God of great glory, majesty. In Daniel chapter 6, we see how, Dan, how Daniel had courage not to give in to idol worship. Why? What happened is the politically motivated administrators laid a trap for Daniel by manipulating the king to sign into law a regulation that would put to death anyone who worshipped any god other than the king. This, this motivation that was brought about was targeting him because for him, he was worshipping God. And now when they brought in this, they knew they would get him because he was not ready to give in. He had a lot of courage that he could not give in to worship the king and live the God Almighty. What did Daniel do? He stood on his conviction to pray to God. He prayed to God only in spite of the consequences of being thrown into a den of lions as a punishment. He was motivated to face this fear because he understood the ways God had blessed and protected his life. This made him extraordinarily confident. Even when he knew that the document had been signed, he went down on his knees, prayed, and gave thanks before the God. This was against the law, but he remained in God 
and his honor of God in prayer overpowered temptation to be afraid of people. And his devotion to God inspired Darius, a foreign king, to write to all nations in their day to fear and re revere to God. This is Dan 6, 25 to 26. Now, friends, you see Daniel was firm. He had faith in God. And much as the human flesh tried to bring in a law to get him, to trap him, he did not give in. Ask yourself, what did he do? He was on his knees three times a day. Now, my question to you is, and myself, do you set aside intention time to pray to God? Or we are taken over by events. You know, when you love someone, you create time for that person. So we cannot say that we love God when we don't set apart some time to worship him, to pray to him, to speak to him to have communion with him every time we are busy doing this. But you see, we shall chase the world and we shall not finish it. So my prayer to this morning is that we set aside some time, at least to be able to worship the Lord, to pray to God. When these temptations come in, we shall not be afraid of them because the Lord is with us. Matthew 6.33 says, but seek first the kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you. This world we want, it will be given to us. Whatever we want, it will be given. But we need to seek the kingdom of God and be able to walk in his ways. The fear of God caused believers to place their faith and trust in him alone for salvation. Friends, fearing the Lord is connected with a correct understanding of his great power. This God is his, seated on his throne, the throne of authority, the throne of power. After the Israelites crossed the Red Sea and on dry ground, God wiped up the Egyptians' army that pursued them. What was that? That was the power of God. They tried to come in. They were pursuing them. If it was not for God, were they going to meet before crossing even the, because they would fear to enter and then the other one. But by the power of God, they crossed on dry, on dry ground. And when the Israelites came in, I mean the Egyptians, they were wiped out. That is the power of God. This is in Exodus 14, 31. It says, and when the Israelites saw the mighty hand of the Lord against the Egyptians, the people feared the Lord and put their trust in him and in Moses, his servants. Brethren, we must walk in the ways of God because he holds the power of our destiny, of our souls. God hears whatever we say to each other and when you speak with faith, hope, and love, when you speak with courage, when you speak in the way that honors the Lord, God hears and remembers. Friends, God wants to see us redeemed 
and not destroy it. That's why he even gave us his son to die for us on the cross. And on the cross, he said it is finished. Our sinful nature is finished. Our problems, we take them to the cross of Christ and they are finished. His plan is to deliver a new creation in our lives in his action. But we must have faith and trust in him. If we do not have faith, if we do not have trust in him, we shall not enjoy what he has in plan for us. When God remember, friends, I want to tell you that when God remembers your impossibility, when God remembers your impossibility, become possible. When God remembers you, those who hate, who have been mocking you, will bow before you. Now, live in the fear of the Lord. Live in the fear of the Lord. God will turn his attention on you and act on your behalf. And when he acts on your behalf, you will be victorious. Amen? Yes, when you accept the Lord, you have faith in him, he will act on your behalf, and when he acts on your behalf, he's a God who does not lose any battle, he's a God who never fails, he's a God who is above all circumstances. So there is nothing that you will fail as long as our trust, our faith is in God. The fear of God gives courage. It gives courage to face these impossible situations. We have Esther who was most motivated by faith to convince the king to fail the plans of Haman to destroy the Jews in their country. In Esther 4.16, we are told that she prayed, fasted, and put her trust in God to give her courage to plead with the king to save her people. Her faithful sacrifice paved the way for the Jews in her country. Paved the way for the Jews in her country to stand against attacks on them, fight back and protect one another. What happened? God brought about great victory to that very request. That that Esther wanted. Why? Did Esther just sit and look on? No. What did she do? She prayed and fasted. And when she fasted, God gave, she prayed and fasted. God gave her the courage and she was able to approach the king and she was able to plead to the king. She got that strength. She got that courage to approach the king. Otherwise, she would have feared. Now, friends, I want to ask you, when you are facing difficulties, where do you turn to? Do you turn to man? Do you turn to the likes of Mama Fina? Where do you turn to? This should teach us that when we are facing difficulties, we need to turn to God, we need to pray, we need to fast and put our trust in God. 
and then we shall gain the victory because our God never fails. And the, the other question I have for you is, has God blessed people in your life? Because Mordecai was blessed in the life of Esther. And Mordecai taught Esther, and Esther was able to do what Mordecai had taught her. And because of this, you were, she was able to seek the face of the Lord, to trust the Lord, and then she was able to gain that courage to approach the king. And uh, her people were, were delivered from what Haman wanted to do to them. Friends, I pray that the God we serve, I pray that the God Almighty will give us the grace to always seek his face whenever we are in difficulties. In Isaiah 54, verse 13 to 15, it is written, in righteousness, you'll be established. Tyranny will be far from you. You will have nothing to fear. Terror will be far removed and it will not come near you. If anyone attacks you, it will not be my dream. Whatever, whoever attacks you will surrender to you. What does this mean? It means if anyone attacks you, it means that we are prone to be attacked. We are prone to temptations. We shall be attacked. But the question is, when you are attacked, what do you do? When you are attacked, what is at the back of your mind? But there is a promise here that when you are attacked, the enemies will surrender to you. Why will they surrender? Because Isaiah 41, 13 says, For I, the Lord your God, hold your right hand. It is I who say to you, Fear not, I'm the one who helps you. God is ready to help us. God is ready to take us out of the troubles we have because whatever happens to us, he knows. There is nothing that comes to us that he does not know. There is nothing that we face that he doesn't know. There is nothing that we need that he doesn't know. Even when be before we say we want this, God already knows what we want. And ours is to seek his face. Ours to, is to put our trust in him. Friends, troubles are bound to all of us. There is no one who is exempt, exempted from those troubles, but we must stand firm amidst of these trials, amidst of temptations, because the God we serve, the God we have put our trust in, cannot leave us to be tempted beyond what we can bear. But even when we, can, we are tempted, he will always find a way out for us to get out of that. But what happens is we want something, we are impatient. You say, I want God, I want this, and you want to get it. By the way, it is not a must that every time you ask, I ask for a car and I will get a car. No, 
Maybe God knows that if I get this car, I am reckless, it will finish me within the, the day. Maybe God knows that even if I get that car, I cannot fuel it. So what does he do? He answers that slowly. And because of our flesh, sometimes we are not patient. We want to get what we are. But this morning, we Proverbs tells us the fear of the Lord is the road to victory. Through him, there is nothing that he cannot do. He will do everything to lead us to, to victory. In Romans 8.26, it reads, And we know that things work together for good to them that love God, to them who who called according to his purpose. Now the question is, do, you, do we love the Lord? Because if we love the God, things will work for good. But if we have no, we need to have that relationship with God. And how do we have the, that relationship? We need to seek his face. We need to seek him, to know him better. We need to read his word. We cannot know the ways of the Lord unless we know what he is, unless we honor him. We cannot know. Everything God allows in, in, in our lives, everything God allow, allows to happen to us is for a specific reason. We, but we have to endure and know that all has been settled in heaven because God knows what is happening and he knows how something will be sorted out. So we need to walk in the ways of God. God may be slow to answer, but will surely answer us in ways we cannot imagine. The way to victory is to take the first step of faith and pray for strength to trust that Christ is in total control. Uh, you know, sometimes some of us, we do not want the Lord to take control of what is happening to us. We want to be ahead of God, but of course, this is not possible because we can, we, he's the one who created us. So there is no way we are going to be above him. It is him who is above all creation. This morning, I pray that the Lord will help us to understand that he's the almighty, that there is none like him, that he's the great I am, that in him all things are possible, that in him there is no situation that we face that he cannot resolve, that in him there is peace, that in him there is victory. In him, there is joy. Friends, let's read the word of God. When we understand who God is, we shall stop doubting him. When we understand who God is, we shall present to him whatever we face. Is it, is it a, a child who is not submitting? Is it a wife? Is it, ooh, what is it? That is troubling. What is it 
that is taking you away from God? Is it the job? You see, I, I want to share with you what happened. That this, this scripture, which I read, that even when the enemy attacks you, they will surrender to you. Uh, recently, I was called for, I call it a funny meeting because it was funny. I was called for some funny meeting, so to say. I went in that meeting, but before the day of the meeting, the Lord spoke to me that I will be with you. And now after that, I said, I will be, you'll be with me. Then I said, this is the Lord. Be with me where? I, I remember I asked somebody, is there any meeting? Because it was, I will be with you in that meeting. I was like, is there any meeting that is going to take place? No. Then I was, which meeting is this? And behold, what happened, I think after a day, I was called for the meeting. And that meeting was so urgent that I had even missed it. I was too busy. A mail was sent, but I had not read it. So someone comes and tells me, Agnes, you have a meeting. I'm like, okay, which meeting? At what time? At two. I went at two. They told me to wait. So I went. I remember it was a Wednesday. When it reached 5.15, I said, no, I'm going to church. Me, I'm supposed to go to church. The moment I reached, I, I, I moved down. Where I work, I sit on the sixth floor. So when I reached, I, before even I entered the lift, I was called by my boss. So I said, what is it? I came back. I went in that meeting. I'm telling you, I went. When I saw the message, I was angry. Yes. But I remembered, I said, Lord, didn't you say that you'll be with me? Now I am going for this meeting. I don't know why I'm going, but Lord, give me what? Utterance. When I entered that meeting, I first kept quiet. And they thought I, I had feared, but I wanted to listen what was happening. And what happened, they talked. And now when I spoke, I am telling you the power of God. Everyone kept quiet. And I want to thank the Lord that whatever I said in that meeting is now being implemented. What is that? It is the power of God. The flesh wanted to hijack this from me because one, I, I was angry. But when I remembered the Lord that said that he would be with me. The, the anger subsided and uh, I kept quiet, but later on I was able to do what? I was able to speak and I want to thank the Lord that after that, I think after like two days, I met my boss and he was saying, you did very well. And me, I didn't know what I had done, but that is what he said. But that is the power of the Lord. It is not me. It is God, and maybe God had a purpose. So, like, like we see, God has a purpose for us. God has good plans for us, but it is us who are supposed to cultivate into the purposes that God has for us, and we get what actually God wants us to get. We must be obedient 
we must have faith in him, we must trust in him, and we must walk in his way. But how do we do this? We have to read his word. That one, we shall not know anything unless we read the word of God. We shall not understand the works of God unless we read his word. So may God help us to read his word. May God help us to continue seeking his face. May God help us to keep firm even when we have problems. Lord, the Lord will level every mountain before you. The Lord will level every valley before you. Ours is to trust in him. Ours is to have faith in him. Ours to know is to know that he's our God and unto him we lift our faith unto him because he's the God almighty, because he's a God above all circumstances, because he's a God who never fails. Friends, we are all looking for purpose, peace, even some of us are looking for long-term investments that can help secure our future. I always hear secure our future. So we are looking for those things to secure our future. But God offers all these things in abundance. There is nothing that God cannot offer here. But we need to align ourselves with him. We need to align ourselves with the will of God we need to align ourselves and our walk in the ways of God. Now, let us examine our lives, not based on what we want or hope or what we desire, but in the fear and reverence of the Lord, humbly asking him to show us his will and our lives, humbly asking him to show us his will for our lives, because God has good plans for us. He has plans to prosper us, not to harm us. He has plans to give us a hope and a future. But sometimes we interfere in God's plans. We do not allow the will of God to work. We want to come in. Hmm? You know, this. the bad thing with this, that it does not, the enemy is fighting everywhere. Like when I was starting, I said the devil is there to bring confusion. I am telling you that this confusion can be in a family. This confusion can be at a place of work. This confusion, unfortunately, has not even left the church. When you see people fighting, I want to be a bishop. If I'm not a bishop, I want I am suing the archbishop. That is bringing confusion and diverting the purposes for which God had to have the church, the church that he died for, the church that he said he will build and the gates of hell shall not prevail. So the enemy brings in confusion. In Sometimes, unfortunately, sometimes, I'm sorry to say this, but sometimes, it is us, the parishioners, sometimes in the congregation, sometimes it is even the ordained priests. It is the, so the enemy, you can see that the enemy is targeting the church, but in him we are victorious. In him, there is no war that Amen. he cannot defeat. He fights our battles 
He fights our battles. And when God takes over the, our battles, we don't lose. When God takes over the battle, he wins because he's the sovereign Lord, because there's none like him, because he's a God above all creation. Friends, this morning, I pray that in all what we do, we shall submit to the Lordship of Christ, that we need to examine our lives, not because we want this, but because there is a God who has good plans for us, but because there is a God who is ready to fulfill and satisfy our desires. Let's not look for satisfaction in that, that is short term. Let's look for satisfaction that is given by our God. Let's look for contentment that is given to us by God. Well, how? By walking in the ways of God. By walking. I, Jeremiah 33, verse 3 says, Call upon me and I will do what? I will answer you and tell you great and hidden things that you do not know. Every time we don't call on God and we seek for man, every time we don't call on God and we look for other solutions, we walk away from him. We walk away from the God Almighty who never fails. We walk away from the God Almighty who has good plans for us. Friends, I pray that this morning we shall go by what Proverbs is telling us by this topic that the fear of the Lord the road to victory. Then Proverbs 23 telling us that the fear of the Lord leads to life. Which life? Eternal life. Not this short-term satisfaction that we, we want. Not this short-term contentment that we want. But the one that is from the God. Trusting in God and having faith in him does not mean that you will not be tempted. You will be tempted. You will face the trials. You will be accused falsely. I mean, those things are bound to happen. But I want to tell you that the Lord God Almighty is there. Put on the full arm of God. Let us put on the full arm of God. The God who will fight our battles. The God who never loses any battle. And then we shall be victorious in our lives. We shall be victorious in our families. We shall be victorious in our places of work. Lord has blessed us with so many things. The God has blessed us with children. But sometimes even we see these children as a problem. Why? Because we have not submitted these children to the lordship of the, of the God Almighty who never fails. This morning, I pray that we shall put our lives, our hearts to the Lord and run away from the Satan that is bringing confusion in our families, bringing confusion everywhere. Let's seek the face of the Lord. You know, Paul was imprisoned because he was preaching the gospel. But did he stop? He didn't stop. So hold on to Jesus. Hold on to your word, to the word of God. 
hold on on your knees. Seek the face of the Lord. Do not run away from that God who never fails because of the problems that you are facing. Yeah, he you will then have nothing to fear. Make you is the mission deny. Your one shall be his to pass and holy God, the God whom we adore, be glorious. It was this now, and shall be. Brethren, the Lord be with you. Michael, over to you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Wonderful, wonderful. Thank you so much, Agnes, for blessing us with such a word. I believe that uh, everyone that is on this call has been blessed. And indeed, we thank God for the timely word. Uh, we want to thank God for you, Agnes. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord bless the works of your hands. Whatever you touch, may it be blessed. May the Lord go before you and make the path before you straight. May he watch over you and your family and your loved ones. And may you continue to do the will of God in Jesus' name. Father, we want to thank you for such a word and we receive this word. We thank you that you are a God that is always in time, never late, never delays, but always in time. We pray that as we have been taught this morning, we'll always do the right thing. We will not focus on the short-term satisfaction, but we will do the right thing, that we will be accountable to you, O oh God in everything that we do. We have been told that the fear of the Lord comes through knowing your word. And so we pray this morning, we will be able to dedicate time to study your word, to learn your word. Father, we pray that you give us a desire and a hunger to study your word, that we will understand that without your word, we will not have victory. Father, we continue to pray that like Ezra, like Ezra will be obedient, will be committed to study the laws of the word, that we'll be able to study the word that comes from heaven. Father, we want to thank you so much and we pray for total submission total humility in everything that we do because we know fearing you will only come through our humility, through our submission to you, 
that we will not let ourselves be directed by the flesh because the flesh leads us into sin, which is evil. And so we pray this morning, even as we go to our places of work and many of us that have already arrived in our places of work, many of us at our home, Lord, we pray that you will cause us to surrender to you. Like Daniel, may we make time to pray at all times, to seek you. Like your word says in Matthew 6, 33, that we that seek God in everything. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will follow. And so may we seek you. May we wait on you. We pray for that correct understanding of your power. That when we understand your power, when we have the understanding of your power, then we'll be able to live that life that will be victorious in the name of Jesus. Father, we want to thank you so much for our, our families. We pray this morning that you watch over every one of our families, O oh Lord, and that you continue to guide and lead us in everything that we do. And so we honor you, Master. We praise you. May we honor you in our work. May we honor you in the words that we speak. May we honor you in everything that we set out to do to do today. We pray for courage that will speak out like Esther did. We pray that you will help us to turn to you even in those difficult times. Your servant asked us, what do you do when you face any difficult times? It's our prayer, Lord, that we will turn to you. Help us to be alert at all times. Before we run to man, that we'll run to you, O oh God. And, and we pray that you will help us also to be able to reach out to those people that you've placed into our lives. We were asked and challenged whether there were people that God has placed into our lives. And I believe for each one of us, there is someone that the Lord has placed in your life and he desires that you speak into their lives. But the only way you can do this is if you have the fear of the Lord, if you have the understanding of the power of the Lord. And so we pray that we will be able to reach out to those people that the Lord has brought before us. Lord, we surrender to you. Deliver us and watch over us. May your purposes come to pass and prevail in everything that we do. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen.